He's a regular Dr. Doolittle. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Wherever You Are, My Love Will Find You, by Nancy Tillman, published by Faywell and Friends, an imprint of Macmillan. Yesterday's book was disturbing. This one is haunting. Wherever you are, my love will find you, is a poem written in the first person, professing love to a boy as he travels the world. What encounters will this boy have during his travels? Well, pack your bags, we're about to find out. We open on a boy in an orange bucket hat and jean shorts, riding hippos through the swamps, and we get this nauseating statement, quote, I wanted you more than you ever will know, so I sent love to follow wherever you go. End quote. Well, you didn't get him, and you aren't going to get him with this poem. Give it up in the poem before you embarrass yourself. Also, what the hell do you mean by sending love to follow? Did you hire a private investigator to stalk him? In the picture, we're behind him, and he doesn't seem to know we're there. Did the author drag us into stalking this kid? I'm uncomfortable with this whole thing. We move on, and we see the boy in the same garb, and he's standing on a diving board, looking over water, and a sea lion is directly below him. I hope this boy doesn't think this is the WWE and try to pull a rock bottom on that sea lion. I thought kangaroo boxing was bad back in the day. This is worse. And whoever is speaking in this poem makes innuendo about their love stretching. Which is odd, to say the least. I don't want to know what they're referencing there. We continue to see the boy, I would think, all over the world, playing with different exotic animals. I guess he could just be working at a zoo. We don't ever get clarification as to where he is. Which is probably for good reason. Because the author tells the boy to climb, swim, go anywhere, and her love will find him. That boy better run. That seems a bit aggressive. No matter what you do or where you go, I'll find you. That boy needs to file a restraining order. Throughout the poem, we see the boy wearing the same getup, and he puts himself into some dangerous situations. From sitting between pandas, giving a bear a high five, or worst of all, bouncing on a trampoline with a kangaroo. Does he not realize how dangerous trampolines are? 93% of all fractures in children under the age of 16 are from trampolines. This poem gives us more questions about who the person is behind this poem. When she tells the boy when he's feeling down to, quote, Just lift up your face. Feel the wind in your hair. That's me, my sweet baby. My love is right there. End quote. Is she dead or writing this on her deathbed? How could she be in the wind? I'm totally confused now. Or is she so close to him without him knowing that a strong fart could be perceived as wind? 
Well, the story comes to a close with the boy dancing with flamingos. He's a real Dr. Doolittle. And the author makes one last alarming comment about her love finding him wherever he is. She just can't get a hint. This boy never turned around once. He ain't got time for you. What are we, the readers, supposed to get out of this one? One theme could be, no matter your deficiencies, you can still be successful. This boy, despite wearing an orange bucket hat and jean shorts, looking like he broke out of jail in the 80s, was still able to secure a job as an animal whisperer and travel around the world. Another would be about obsessive love. Loving someone too much is never a good look. No matter who this person is, mother, ex-lover, or Patrick Swayze from Ghost, they need to rein it in a bit. What happened to just saying I love you and leaving it at that? Nancy's composing was a little over the top, but the big thing for me is we never figure out who the POV is through. To me, it could be a stalker, or I could see how someone might say it's a mother to child and it's beautiful. But even if that was the case, this mom comes off as crazy and overbearing. As for Nancy's pictures, I'm conflicted. On the one hand, each page was like a work of art and could be sold as standalone paintings, with a boy having fun with exotic animals. But at certain points, the pictures didn't really match up with the words. And since she did both, she doesn't really have an excuse. Being honest, this feels like a book you would give to a person you're smothering. Like a desperate dude giving it to a girl who's broken his heart and moved on. It's kind of pathetic. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 2.8. I'll have a taste and go back for several more bites, then push it away when I've had enough. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.